gentlemen, and welcome to this very special 112th or 13th, maybe, episode of Freedom Good Home. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me, as always, is a man who uh, just today had to move the timing of our recording not once, but twice, maybe even uh-huh. three times. It is Ben Jenkins. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Hello! I do that to keep you and our guests on their toes. <laughs> Treat them mean, and it over time will destroy a good relationship. <laughs> so that's what I say. Um, our, speaking of, our guest today is, I would mm-hmm. say, probably mm-hmm. the most irony-poisoned um, journalist in Australia. <laughs> uh, he has brain worms like no one else. Uh, it's, uh-huh. uh, we probably shouldn't even mention his employer in case um, it bespurches their good name. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> is uh, the delightful and hilarious uh, Naaman Zhao. How, hey, Naaman, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I have three days to live before irony <laughs> takes me. Thank you for letting the audience know. <laughs> uh, have uh, you, welcome. Have you heard the podcast before? Have you? I, I have no idea what your um. Oh, your I am is. a huge fan on this podcast. Oh, really? Podcast. And now on this podcast. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> the power of the secret. I have. <laughs> Wish fulfillmented my way onto this. Well, you know what they say: um, die early or live long enough to go on the podcasts you uh, previously enjoyed. They never, say that. never feature on your podcast heroes. Is what they say. Uh-huh. That would have been a much lower stakes uh, dark night if that were the quote. Um, you know. Um, how's work been? Uh, how's we are? We're, we're doing a little bit of uh, chat at the top of these about how everybody's getting on in uh, in ISO. You're still working. I, I still see yeah. your byline pop up. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, ISO working from home has not really changed my job at all. It's it's basically exactly the same. Um, all I do is just basically spend my time on the phone typing away. Uh-huh. Um, but it is it it is very hard to work from home in a small home. With mm-hmm. my girlfriend, who mm-hmm. I live with, oh. because we ah. have a very small one-bedroom apartment, and I have found I inadvertently make a lot of work noises. <laughs> oh, like, what are you? Like a lot of like like hmm. I wonder. Or uh, do you go like it's a scoop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put on my big press hat and I yeah. demand pictures of Spider-Man every day, <laughs> banging the table. <laughs> No, I make so um, I make I don't know, just stupid noises. Like I'll just I'll get <laughs> I have a lot of anxious energy. I'll just make like a bird noise, and I realized <laughs> I just I just have to emit my sound. What and the I've fuck <laughs> are you talking about? What happens? Yeah. You know, me, what happens if you and, don't emit and, your sound? I, well, <laughs> I explode. It's, simple, it's as simple as that. Me and my wife are working from home at the moment and like I was I was so ready to be sympathetic man but like your <laughs> your issue is yeah it's really hard when you work from home and you got a small place and you just keep squawking like a bird <laughs> hey a- 8 out of 10 bird couples have the same issues so I think you should really um... um is your is your partner uh in in the apartment now has she had to sort of make herself scarce or oh, no. is she sitting a foot from you yeah, she's monitoring me for squawks. No, she's she has <laughs> thankfully left while I do this mm-hmm. nonsense. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this this week yeah. I've taken a, a well, I've been asked to take a week of holidays from work, uh, just because of a because of a, a boring radio thing, uh, which means that I'm going to be at home, not working from home this week, while Hum has to work from home, um, which I think is going to be. Like, it's going to be wild. Like, I'll be at home, is my point. I just uh-huh, won't be working. Uh-huh. But it sounds hum, like a logic uh-huh. puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fully explained this. Seems... 
it seems like you guys agreed uh, on, a, on a previous podcast, actually, that the best thing for all of you would be when you had a break to go away. Yes, yes. It seems like that was an arrangement that you had actually come to as a couple. Yeah, the thing is, I hadn't... Because um, the plan was for me to go and uh, stay with my parents for a week. Sure, And uh, yeah. potentially um, one of us uh, had not um, cleared that with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> So the offshoot is definitely still there, but the, I, I uh-huh. like texted mum the other night and I was like, "Hey, I'm taking a week of holiday, um, of holidays off work. I might come stay with you." And then she was like, "I'll have to ask your father." And I'm like, "What do you mean? I still have a bed there. Leave me alone." <laughs> anyway, we'll sort of that. It'll be fine. Um, I've been to your place mm. and it's a lovely place, but it's not a big place, Michael. No, no. Um, no. so one person trying to work from home uh, would be, you know, it would be okay, I guess. And the thing, but then the thing that really strikes me is that if you were to be doing a lot of gaming, which I think is pretty much a guarantee, you. you would, you would more or less be doing that on top of hum while she's trying to do her job. Yeah, no, that, that, that TV is where she would work in front of, but instead I would be mm-hmm. playing the, um, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man DLC from like six months ago very loudly. Because sure. um, <laughs> yeah. our TV doesn't have headphone um, capabilities that I uh, have But out. you've got to get those pictures for naming. So. <laughs> <laughs> he has a contract. It must be fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's get to uh, the classifieds because this is a podcast. We go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. Um, ben, do you have one you want to start us off with? I do. This was sent in by Hall of Cowards, new inductee, I think. And I'm really sorry if you're already in the Hall of Cowards and I've erased you. But this was sent in by Alison. Thank you, Alison. No last name. Um, she possibly does have one. Um, she just <laughs> didn't want to share it. Or perhaps it's a sort of Madonna situation, in, by which I mean perhaps it's Madonna. Yeah. So this was sent in by Madonna. <laughs> thank you. She's not doing great in isolation, so I'm glad. Yeah. That, First of uh, all, thank you for sending the classified. <laughs> Secondly, that bathtub vid you did, real yeah, weird. Really, real strange stuff. Yeah. Uh, this is taken from, um, you know, every time I think we've exhausted the internet, Michael... <laughs> Of, of places to draw stupid shit from mm-hmm. uh, A listener like Madonna Will send us something from a corner of the internet Where I'll be like, oh, of course So this is taken from r slash Australia okay. Which is um, a corner of Reddit uh, Which is meant to be Insofar as a country can have a Reddit um, <laughs> Australia has a Reddit It's our national Reddit um, <laughs> It's our national Reddit There's a minister that oversees it Um <laughs> But this is uh, th- this should give you a. I don't know if 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 other countries' Reddits are as kind of cooked as our Australia, um, but this this should give you a sense of the breadth of the sort of topics that can be discussed on our Australia. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> the the to- headline of this is why do Maccas and Maccas is Australian for McDonald's. Why do Maccas discriminate against people who buy their one dollar fifty hamburgers? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. Discrimination <laughs> indeed. You mentioned the Minister for R Australia. This is going to the Human Rights Commission. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all I want is a quick bite of saucy cheap meat and for three bucks I can get two. Why does it feel like you throw the pieces of burger together from a distance of over five metres and then wrap the burgers without folding so they fall apart in the brown bag? And why, as soon as I ordered the burgers, the lady's tone shifts from a clown-like happiness to the basement by a bitch? Yep, is that all? That'll be $3. Come down to the next window, you cheap bastard. (laughs) 
That's okay, the whole thing. so next window, just to paint a scene, next window suggests that this person is ordering these $1.50 hamburgers drive through. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely, yes. Mm. What, what is the? I'm just going to quickly look it up. What is the price differential between a, like a, a cheeseburger unless and they, a hamburger? Unless they constructed a separate window just for him, in which case that is discrimination. <laughs> that is, I was ready to go in, but then it swung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so if I look at this, if I look at the McDonald's menu that I have, up are you right on the? Now, um, that you pretended to pull up, but was in fact in front of you yeah, <laughs> your I just, whole look, life. <laughs> sorry, is that M C D O or is that? Ma- <laughs> oh, they have those here now. Oh, I guess I might. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, they deliver. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, where am I looking? The, the hamburger's not even on here. Oh, here we're right well, You're the clearly reading the wrong. Yeah, <laughs> right. <it's- laughs> they have Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Oh, they, okay, okay. So interestingly, this was a waste of time because McDonald's does not display their prices on their website. What, like a fancy restaurant? But they don't. <laughs> so you can yes. market price, market <laughs> price hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> depending on how, depending on how bountiful their catch was. They got them all no, in well, a big tub, no. and you pick your hamburger. <laughs> they tell you they sorry, how much it costs. Swimming around. There's a, there's a sorry. There's a couple of market market forces at play here, guys. One of them is obviously the demand for hamburgers, and the other one is how active the hamburglar has been. <laughs> 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 the hamburglar, if he's having a bumper week, that will jack up the prices for regular uh, law-abiding punters. Hang on, just to be clear, in the McDonald's law, does the hamburglar? Oh, work- we could talk about we- oh, yeah. Does the does the hamburglar work for McDonald's or is the enemy of McDonald's? <laughs> I okay. So is is he- the hamburglar stealing burgers from mm. a from a third party and giving them to Ronald or no no okay. no. Absolutely not. He exists He's in from the Hungry Jacks. What? <laughs> Sorry, he exists. Continue. He exists in the world of McDonald Land, um, <laughs> where I don't believe McDonald's is a restaurant. What? Oh, I well, I I don't know how that would work because the the mayor of McDonald Land is Mayor McCheese. Who is a who is a man with a hamburger for a head? And you're suggesting that that, yeah. that, that, that you cannot town, eat the mayor. It's in the constitution. <laughs> the mayor cannot be packaged, sold as mayor. Would probably not have a restaurant that also serves cheeseburgers. I just think that it would probably be a different culture. You know what I mean? Okay, so a cheeseburger burger only, according to AussiePrices.com.au. Yeah, I've had to go to a, I've had to go to another source. Uh, is three dollars fifty. <laughs> Whereas a hamburger is a dollar fifty, so it, it is like less than half the price. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I've just fallen down to McDonald's land. Um, I'm at rabbit hole here, and I don't want to interrupt. But I was just I, out of the corner of my eye on the Wikipedia page. I was looking at the extent, the characters in the extended McDonald's land oh, verse. Sure, sure. And introduced in 1977 for advertising. <laughs> for advertising. Um, McDonald's uh, in in celebration of St Patrick's Day is Uncle O'Grimacy. <laughs> <laughs> now, then, if you had to put a colour on, is there a photo there of Uncle O'Grimacy? I can, I I can only Uncle O'Grimacy only exists as text. There's no. Record. Oh no! If you if you Google His image was too uh, offensive. If you Google Uncle O'Grimacy. 
Okay. There I'm is a picture right now. He is. Oh, he yes. Is a, a, like a large emerald green. <laughs> a large green grimace shaped, but but notably yeah. definitely more furry than grimace. He's furrier than grimace. Yeah. Oh. He's he's more of a muppet than grimace. Mm. I'd say that they may have reached out to Jim Henson. He's to like create a, he's the shape Uncle of a Grimacy. Christmas tree. He's a and, and yes, yeah, the shape of a green. Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah, and and also wearing oh. a shirt vest because Grimace is uh, traditionally completely naked, whereas Uncle O'Grimacy is wearing a, a sort of in your a, fan art maybe yes yeah <laughs> guys can I do one more oh can God. I please do one more yeah, okay. one more okay this is <laughs> this is a couple down from in fact this is the last second last character they've listed on this Wikipedia page I should point out they have not listed these in alphabetical order this is definitely in order of, of quality and cut through the very last one is Mike the microphone so that's <laughs> um, okay who, who is Mike the, the, the microphone the, the sec- oh he's just a piece of shit right, it's fine <laughs> the, se- the second last one is I am hungry right and that is spelt I A M as like a misspelling of Ian yep I am yeah. hungry, okay? These are the two sentences that describe I am hungry. A short-lived <laughs> McDonaldland character who was introduced in 1998 and dropped in 2001. A <laughs> self-proclaimed as the vice president of snacking, the character <laughs> the character was a fast-moving Floating green fuzzball oh. with, with orange arms and a monstrous face. <laughs> no, I've seen. I, 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 I've seen this. I've seen this. Yes, um, I've seen this in my dreams and nightmares. <laughs> no, it sort of looks. I, I, if I had to um, sort of describe it, uh, from memory, he kind of looks like um, aggro without a without a body. Just aggro's head floating around. Oh. Um, Oh. Maybe, maybe a bit brighter and a bit greener than that, but that's that's kind of the area. It's like a giant muppet head, and it, it, and it's it's he, he's so annoying. He's so freaking annoying. Um, uh, okay, you know what? You have. Um, I don't want to turn this into a podcast where we just Google um, <laughs> McDonald's Land characters and um, see what they look like. But you've actually nailed it in the description of, of like aggro without a body and he's green. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's all a, that he's... was holding aggro back from vice president of snacking was his, <laughs> his feeble body. <laughs> you gotta let that go, aggro. Climb that corporate ladder. I do like the idea that they um the, the McDonald's uh, McDonald's people they did um contact the president of snacking uh, and ask for an interview, <laughs> but the president was unavailable. <laughs> So oh, the president the is a figurehead. He's yeah. um. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a the real power behind the snacking throne. <laughs> um. All right. Let's let, let let's briefly return to. The, uh, Sorry. Yes. We can. To, to the. Uh, Wait, yeah, ben, to the... can I just very quickly ask, what was that? Um, the year that I am hungry gave up his vice presidency. He was dropped in two thousand and one. Oh, interesting. Right, so Bush right after the Twin Towers. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 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 You're saying that I'm hungry. Look, I don't think I don't think named, it matters what was named in the 9/11 report as having some culpability or failure, <laughs> and was as a result removed from office, impeached, if you will. Yeah, I I think we need to know what he knew and when he knew it. I think that's we know that he is hungry. What <laughs> else? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this person uh, is annoyed about the fact. That uh, that the McDonald's staff treat you like shit if you order buy the cheap hamburgers, and also that they're kind of, 
I have to say, I have noticed this about the cheeseburgers, not the hamburgers, because I'm not some sort of medieval peasant, <laughs> but I have noticed it about the hamburgers that they really do just slap them together and kind of, it looks like a present wrapped by a three-year-old. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So, so here's the thing, right? A hamburger is going to cost you a dollar fifty at McDonald's. That feels like it's mm-hmm. that feels like very cheap, right? A cheeseburger. It's a bargain. Three dollars fifty. So you're paying, I guess, two dollars there for a slice of cheese. I think. Um, is that the only mm. difference? Mm. That's the only difference, isn't it? Uh, well, what's on a cheeseburger? There's the patty, which you get in the hamburger. Yep, there's, there's pickles the... and onions or whatever, which you get in the hamburger. Sauce. Do you get the pickles and onions in the hamburger? Oh, maybe. What? So you're saying that the wait? Are you saying that the the hamburger is just then uh, some some bread and meat, and that's it? Well, if if I go back to the description um, from from this poster, all I want is a quick bite of saucy cheap meat. Right. Okay. Okay. Look, I I mean, again, I'm gonna open up the McDonald's full menu here, uh-huh. uh, and the hamburger appears to have. Uh, pickles, yeah, the hamburger has pickles and onions on it and mustard. Okay, that yeah. is very interesting. Mm. Here's what I think. Here is what I think. Are we familiar with the concept of a loss leader? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying McDonald's, wait, that, that doesn't make any sense because the idea of a loss leader is it's like petrol, right? Uh-huh. At a petrol station. You go uh-huh. there, they don't make a lot of money on petrol, but mm-hmm. at the service station, you might buy like, you know, a Kit Kat or something, and that's how they make their yeah. money, right? Mm. Yeah. So what they do is they expect to, they get you in mm-hmm. with the hamburgers, but then you're there and you're like, oh man, I, I want to get Uncle O'Grimacy's Shamrock Shake or whatever, <laughs> and you get that, and that's where they make their they money. Clean up. But but well, what this thing- guy's <laughs> what this guy's doing is he's circumventing all of that and doubling down on the loss leader. They're losing money. The 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 poor person at the checkout knows that because she's seen the books. <laughs> she's been briefed. That hey, if we hemorrhage too many of these things, we're gonna have to let you go in this economy. Yeah, and and then and then so every time that somebody orders one but doesn't follow it up with something else, it probably comes out of her pay. <laughs> yeah, well, the the issue with um or maybe the genius is that having a food as a loss leader, the more food you eat, the hungrier you do become. So it is, <laughs> it is a watertight plant. <laughs> this is this is what I was going to say that it doesn't work as a loss leader because if you go in and you buy a hamburger, it makes you less likely to buy other things. A loss leader, you need it to make it more likely that you buy other things, mm. or at least stay neutral. I think what's yeah. happened here is that I don't know anyone who's ever ordered a hamburger. I I I don't think I've ever done it. I think I think what it is is that there's some sort of like, I mean, look, I often say ancient curse, but. Um, I reckon there's some sort of magic going on, right? Where uh-huh, uh-huh. you know how yeah. you know how animals only have a certain amount of heartbeats before before they die. I mean, that's not. I mean, that's no, true. We're, we're, yeah. we're conflating many assumptions: heartbeats, magic. <laughs> but it's like it's like that, right? There's only a finite amount of like hamburgers that McDonald's can sell before mm-hmm. before, before the universe as an enterprise, the universe will swallow it up. You know? I mean, that's just true, though. I mean, like you, you've got kind of you've got the causation round the wrong way, but that is there is literally a number somewhere. Yeah, let him let him go, Ben. I want to hear. I want to hear where this goes. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like th- this person knows that they they're closer to their limit of hamburgers because the classic McDonald product over say the uh, the less the, the lesser burger. You know, the 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 fillet fish. The uh-huh. um, Uncle O'Grimacy's Shamrock Shake, for example, right? Uh-huh. Well, that's a shake. Yeah, but they're getting. Clo- what I'm saying is, they're getting closer and closer to that number. Let's call it for for the purposes of this theorem. Let's call it X. 
They're getting closer uh-huh. and closer to X with their uh-huh. sale of hamburgers, yeah. and they know that the universe will swallow them up. So every, so every time you, you are in there, and he's not ordering just one, but two separate hamburgers, these, uh-huh. these crystalline jewels, he, uh-huh. like, the, the person behind the counter knows that you know, they are closer and closer to extinction, you know? Now, do you know what you've done there? You've actually set up a scenario that has magic that doesn't require magic. (laughs) (laughs) You've kind of... Interesting. Oh, the hamburgers are made out of pumpkins, Ben. That's how they... (laughs) Oh, right, 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 of course. (laughs) (laughs) All right, unless anyone has any any, any follow-up comments on uh, McDonald's um, uh, law, shall we move on? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Hing, do you have one you want to share with us? I do, indeed. This one was sent in by uh, Johan. Thank you, Johan. Second, the Boston Craigslist. And by the way, if you are listening and you see any um, Craigslist or um, Gumtree ads or whatever, do post them, or fa- Facebook ones, uh, do post them to us, please. We, uh, now that we're doing more of the podcast, we do need more of these ads to go through. Uh, yeah, this is taken from Boston Craigslist. Hello, is anyone listening in Boston? It's entitled, Looking to Hire for One Day. Um... Cool. It's in the labor gigs section of Metro West in the Boston area. I am looking to hire someone for a couple of hours for a gig. Here are the requirements. Must be able to work early mornings. That's 3am to 4am. Must be dependable Mm -hmm. and reliable. Must be able to lift 60 pounds. So far, uh, tick, 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 I think, for, Mm -hmm. for, for all three of us. Um, you can lift 60 pounds. Yeah. What's that like? That's like 25 kilos, something like that. I oh, sorry. Day. I didn't realize this was, this was a forum for outrageous boasting. <laughs> That's not. That is. That is not a boast. Man. No. I mean, I, I, I move my body weight out of my bed <laughs> into the world <laughs> daily. Uh, okay, car knowledge is a plus. Pay. Car knowledge. Car what? knowledge. So like knowing, car knowledge. Yeah, okay. as in knowing about um, the mechanics of the world. Oh, sorry, of cars. Well, that just, that could just be having knowledge of a car. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, m- they're not specific. Maybe it's mechanical knowledge. Maybe it's who won the Bathurst 1000 in 1998. Um, maybe it's maybe it's biblical knowledge. Maybe they want you to have fucked a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, pay is a flat rate of $80 and will take two hours. So it's $40 an hour. That's pretty good pay. Uh, this is Craigslist and it can be a little sketchy. So I'll just put it out there that I'm looking for someone to hire for two hours to be with to be with me while I see if my husband is cheating on me. Hmm. There's no confrontation. So you have to know what make and model <laughs> and how you can fuck it. There is no yeah, if he's cheating on me with a car, who then he keeps fucking. Um, there is no confrontation or anything bad. I just don't want to be alone and I don't want my friends or family to know about my situation. I prefer someone that's not going to judge me or ask a ton of questions. Thanks. Uh, that this this uh this ad's been a real roller coaster for mm. me. Because there's, um, there's a lot of stuff there where I can see how it's related, and there's some stuff that I'm just a bit like oh, I don't know about. So I can, I, I mean, frankly, I'm I'm kind of a bit of a gossip hound. I think I would probably do this. I'd do this for eighty bucks. You know, go hang out with someone mm-hmm. and work out if their husband's cheating on them. That might be you know could be interesting. Well, is it working it out or is it just confronting him? No, no, she, she, uh, she says there is no confrontation or anything. Oh, right. She explicitly said that. No I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, you just need, to, you just need to, uh, t- to hang out for two hours while uh, she sees if her husband is cheating on her. 
Hang um, on, two hours, what was it, 4 a.m. to 6 a.m.? 3 a.m. to 4 a.m.-ish. So right. I would say 3 to 5, something like that. What, the, the prime cheating times of <laughs> yeah, pre-dawn? is the husband is putting, like, is they're going to bed and the husband's then getting up and then going out to, to, do, his, um, to do his cheating, I imagine. Or maybe, or, or maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> to get maybe his, out all get night. his cheating done early in the morning, so you can. The early bird is a cheater. <laughs> um, no, he's fucking the worm. That's what it is. Uh, there's the there's the thing of uh, must be able to lift sixty pounds. Um, yeah. Which maybe is, maybe that's just like a um, you got to be kind of fit. Oh, like it's it's an, it's like one of the an army general test of fitness kind of thing. But as you say, 60 pounds is not that much. Mm. Like, that doesn't prove anything, I guess really. you just don't want a proper weakling to turn up, you know? Maybe this is a way because it's like, um, must be able to lift 60 pounds, car knowledge is a plus. Maybe it's just a nice way of saying no nerdlingers. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge of Magic the Gathering, a minus. Yeah, if you can name any planeswalkers from the collectible card game Magic Gathering, <laughs> back of the queue for you. <laughs> Um, what do we think this job actually is? I think it's probably a stakeout. I think it's an mm. old-fashioned detective-style stakeout. You've got to sit in the car for a bit. You're drinking coffee. You're ordering Chinese food. I mean, I don't know. If so I'm... you think that's the knowledge of cars? You need to be able to sit in one and <laughs> yeah. not freak out about why you're in this tiny room? <laughs> Where are the best places to hide your pee in a car? You know, um, uh-huh. that's the... Yeah, look... I think you're probably right. Yeah, the start of this ad was, was funny, but then it got impossibly sad. <laughs> <laughs> She just wants someone to be with her because she's too embarrassed or mortified. It turns out that her husband is cheating on her. That's what you have have to sit through, that slow realisation and that strange metal box you don't understand. I think it's probably just a witness situation. It's like, oh, right. if I mean? see it with my eyes, I want someone else to be able to tell me I'm not, I'm, I'm not like, my eyes aren't I, lying I to me. I entered a fugue and state. <laughs> <laughs> That's mental. No, you can use a GoPro for that. Oh, like, right. Take okay. a photo. That's true. That's true. Just, yeah, t- tape it on your phone. You're mm. right, though. Like, this would be a really, like, I feel like a life-defining job to take, to sit in a car with somebody in Boston at the front of a motel, regardless of how it panned out. Yeah, right? Yeah. And just sit there for two hours while she like works out if her husband's cheating on her. I kind and of... then having to deal with the fallout one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it sounds like a great way to make a friend, frankly. I, I would do this. I, this is one of, the, one of the rarities on this podcast where I officially say I would do this. Do you think you'd be good at it, though? Because I don't think you'd be good at it. No, I'd be I'm mess. not saying you can't lift 60 pounds. I'd be a mess. Um, <laughs> but if, if I were to find out like something horrible... Uh, that kind of turns my life upside down There are few people I can think of Who I would rather not have by my side than you So you're saying Wait, you're saying that if you found out That your wife was cheating on you, for example yeah. and, sure. um, and and I was there Like next to you when you got the text message or whatever Or when we when we saw yeah. or whatever Yeah um, What would you do? Would you just walk away from me? <laughs> I would I would just I would literally just Just, just, just be like <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I would do? Are you worried I like crack wise in your face? Are you worried I would say some robotic thing? Or, or I think I think the danger would be that you would more or less ignore it entirely. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, so does that mean you don't want to get a cup of coffee? Or 
So does that mean you don't want to record a pod now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> is that, we're not, should we I can pause do, this or just, like... should we just keep power on through? What do you think? What do you reckon, Ben? Ben, should I stop the recording? <laughs> ben, I heard that message pop up. Do you want to... There's two, there's two more ads Sorry, left. Ben. We, yeah, we all agreed, Ben, that we'd have our phones on silent during the record. So... <laughs> Oh, Hachi fucking Machi. Uh, You're right, though, um, Naaman. This is one of the... It's a genre of ad in on this podcast that goes from what do we have here to this is unspeakably sad. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, thank, you to jo- thank you to Johan for sending that in and not warning us at mm-hmm. all how sad it was. Uh, Naaman, do you have one you want to read for yes, us? Yes, I certainly do. Um, mm-hmm. This is on the topic of McDonald's. This is oh, a hello. Facebook post. From the Kansas City North Swap Shop. So I assume from America. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. is titled McDonald's Land PlayStation. Five hundred dollars. How is this a, is this a PlayStation, like a Sony PlayStation themed? No, this is no? as uh, with with pictures. This is a full McDonald's land. So this oh, is one of those huge what? sort of play pens that you see outside outside right, the, okay, the Maccas okay. where the kids sort of run through tunnels and everything. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> oh. And it is. I don't know. It is sitting inside. Well, I guess that maybe it's someone's house. It's just sort of surrounded by grass. It is an obviously non-McDonald's location. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't but I know what it is. Is there a price on this? Oh yes, five hundred dollars. Five hundred bucks. Okay. All right. So the ad continues. These things are obviously indestructible. But how is that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they tested they tested the atom bomb on these. <laughs> that's how that's we one know. of those. That's one of those things, though. That um, a, a point that gets made often when something is described as indestructible. That you would only know that something is indestructible if you tried to destroy it. You know? <laughs> I spent my life. Anybody who's ever been uh, high on meth out of their skull uh, with a sledgehammer at McDonald's at three a.m. in the morning will know that this bad boy isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Well, it has it has been transplanted from its McDonald's home to this this yard. Mm. So, hey. or I mean, given that it's indestructible, maybe as the years went by, the McDonald's fell away around it, but this <laughs> survived. <laughs> this is an this is an ancient Aztec McDonald's land. <laughs> um, these things are obviously indestructible, but the netting mm. that is there to keep kids from climbing on the outside will need to be removed and replaced. Okay, okay. Has mm-hmm. the covered ball pit and is structurally fine. As are all McDonald's mm. lands, this is modular, meaning you can take it apart <laughs> for use in pieces. Okay, okay, so this is a full McDonald's land play uh, set, PlayStation mm-hmm. thing, 500 bucks. Um, I mean, I guess the, big, the only reason I wouldn't get this is that I don't have the space to store it. But yeah, I mean, okay, so so five hundred US basks. I've just I've just run the numbers. Uh, that's seven hundred and eighty Australian. Okay, mm. okay. How many one dollar uh, fifty hamburgers is that? Ooh, Michael, <laughs> five hundred or so. We, <laughs> I can't possibly know actually. Um, this is interesting though because to return to our earlier conversation, all the McDonald's Land branding. Because after the McDonald's Land TV show, or or, or ad spots cancelled, the, the, most of the McDonald's Land lore. Um, existed on Happy Meal boxes and on this playset stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, like lost times, <laughs> washed up ashore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see any branding on this. This looks like a completely 
generic. I'm oh, saying that I feel like the point. branding has been completely stripped of it. It's definitely a McDonald's land thing. I'd recognize, I'd recognize <laughs> oh, that okay. anyway. Okay. So ben, we've accidentally like- created Antiques Roadshow for McDonald's <laughs> Law, starring you. I just hope we're all aware of this. People bring in obscure McDonald's paraphernalia, and Ben dates it and then values it mm-hmm. at a price. Oh, this is a uh, this is a oh, this is a very good find. This is a Two Face glass from the Happy Meal from the Tommy Lee Jones Batman movie. <laughs> It's like wiping away at the like edge of the plant. Oh, you see the trademark grimace uh, embossed stamp. <laughs> this is um, this is a legitimate playland. So so we think this is so you're saying you recognize the architecture and the construction, Ben, and the yeah. color scheme, but there's no like there's no um you know hamburger stickers. There's no there's no yeah, exactly. all the de- pole. All the decals are gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so this is presumably already being purchased by a this hasn't come direct from the McDonald's, it's gone somewhere, has been refitted. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, Michael. Right. I don't know. Interesting, mm. interesting. I've just been an up, elaborate um, counterfeit McDonald's <laughs> playland. Uh. <laughs> it's from some market in Shenzhen or something. It's like <laughs> some old woman is telling you, "No, this is real." Uh, no, okay. So I was thinking with with this, I've looked up comparable prices for um, playsets and new something like this, like a new playset. This size is going to cost you something like honestly ten thousand dollars. Like wow, it, it, wow. It's not, these are not like five hundred dollars for this is an absolute steal. Uh, but you know, it's one of those things where um, I can see on the ad that I've got up now, there is a a very tantalizing see more tab that's not been included in the ad that was sent to sure. us. Sure. Mm. Um, and so yeah. it is one of those things where like five hundred dollars. You got to wonder why it's only five hundred dollars. Maybe it's one of those things well, where. Had, had we well, been Michael, able to click- I have a I have a suggestion after having looked at the photo a little bit clearer. Yeah, I reckon this might be five hundred dollars because it's bolted to the earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> I reckon that might be why. <laughs> I was going to say it's it's one of those things where if we were able to click on the see more tab, it's like mm-hmm. one of those things where the real estate agent has to tell you that fifteen years ago someone was murdered. <laughs> In the house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the bones of Uncle Grimace O'Shadow Hannessy live within this McDonald's land. I forgot his he was, racist name. I couldn't remember. Yeah. He was, uh, Uncle O'Grimacy was, uh, was actually uh, martyred in the McDonald's land troubles in the uh, 70s and 80s. <laughs> Under the Good Friday Agreement, I have to sell this McDonald's land for $500 please, or less. Please, please, please. The Good Sunday Agreement. <laughs> Um, oh no! <laughs> did, did you guys ever? What, uh, what for the age? purpose of that joke, Sunday is spelt A E. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Um, uh, do you have many memories from growing up and going to a McDonald's Land playgrounds at all? Either of you? Um, only road trips. We were never allowed um, in McDonald's Land play play area when we would just go to McDonald's regularly. But um, why? Why not? What was the purpose behind that? I don't know. Maybe they were saving it so it would be really special, and they could the kids could get their energy out on road trips. Right. So you'd be at. A- I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but when we were like, I can't remember how old we were. Probably like ten, um, ten, eleven. All the kids were around that age. Um, the the local McDonald's got a drive through window, um, which was kind of novel. Right. Okay. And um. <clears throat> And or or maybe it got like something was it was it was something new enough that Dad got really excited about it and piled all the kids into the car to go try it out, um, and so 
he was like, oh, that's right. He's like, there was this, there's this box and you just order into the box and then they say, thanks very much. And you drive up and they give it to you, right? Mm-hmm. And so we all piled into the Tarago, drove up. Dad <laughs> leans out the window and he's like, what do you want? Uh, and he, like, we all take our orders and he like says it into the box and then like nothing happens. And then he says it into the box again and he's like getting kind of embarrassed in front of his children. And then we work out much earlier than he does that he is in fact talking into a bin (laughs) 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 and that the speaker box (laughs) is like you know 10 feet in front of him and I think he worked it out too but kind of pressed on because it's really difficult to sort of admit that you're talking into a bin (laughs) hell yeah how do you press on by continuing to talk into a bin that will not serve you food (laughs) no matter how much you yell at it triples down I think he would I think he was like, well, I'll just finish the order. And then he was like, oh, wait, there's another one. And then drop off to the plate. <laughs> I mean, I could imagine, I could imagine if I was caught in that situation, I could imagine absolutely spiraling and then yelling at the bin if I could speak to its manager or something. You know, <laughs> that's a larger bin that I needed to see. <laughs> um, I think this would be very much a curse. Not magical, but a, a literal kind of like, I now have this huge chunky thing that I don't know what to do with. Mm. Well, if it's bolted to the ground, does that not add um, add credence to your theory that the McDonald's <laughs> fell away from it? <laughs> yeah, I think it does. I think this was, this once was where a, a mighty McDonald's stood, <laughs> and all that's left is it's. You can date it by the uh, by the McDonald's land, but very little else. The Ozymandias <laughs> of McDonald's lands. <laughs> yes. Stood upon it and um, wept. Now, Naaman, you um you had to, you you've actually brought something in for us. I have, yes. <laughs> so this is a bit of a, a genre change. Um, this is one of the the my most favorite internet relics that I've ever found. It's uh-huh. from the um site Quora.com. I don't know whether people yep. know about it. I don't actually really understand the premise of Quora. I think you just ask questions. Yeah, it's where it's where people. It's where demented people ask questions and weirdly experts answer. It's called, uh, the, the tagline for Quora is a place to share knowledge and better understand mm-hmm. the world. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I imagine, uh, Naaman, whatever you're bringing in from this website mm. will help us share knowledge and better understand It will enrich world. all of our lives. Um, so <laughs> it's a very simple question. It's four perfect words. Does Mario respect Luigi? <laughs> <laughs> So, annoyingly, mm-hmm. in my memory, when I saw this the first time, there was an explanation, but actually there's no, <laughs> there's really? no follow-up. It's just out there. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, first, the first answer is they don't talk enough in video games for a proper answer, except from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show <laughs> and the other shows created by Nintendo that are likely canon. Are they canon? I, I guess I they doubt are. they are canon. <laughs> um, it's safe to say that Luigi has high respect for Mario. Despite- that wasn't the question. <laughs> that was not the question. Everyone knows Luigi respects Mario, obviously. Obviously. Um, <laughs> so Luigi has high respect for Mario, despite perhaps being a bit jealous. But mm. Mario likely respects him back as their brothers. Ooh, li- <laughs> Well, hang on one moment mm. there. Famously, brothers do not have to respect each other. I mean, that's... I'm talking Cain and Abel, <laughs> Romulus and Remus, um, Mario and Luigi. <laughs> Wario um, and Waluigi. The Cuomo brothers. <laughs> are Wario and Waluigi I, I actually kin? don't think they are. They're not related, no. <laughs> so wait, hang on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. 
I knew we would get into Mario War the second the second we <laughs> yeah. dove so delightfully into <laughs> McDonald's lore. I knew Hang that. Hang on, this. you're telling me that Mario is Luigi's brother, obviously. Mm. I am telling Wario, you. <laughs> what's the relationship, what is the relationship between Mario and Wario? Enemies. Uh, no, yeah, sorry, that's that's their that's their, um, that's their narrative relationship. But are they cousins or something? I don't think they're related. Right, okay. But then uh, Waluigi is not mm-hmm. Wario's brother or cousin or anything. Well, if we take that they're the inverse, mm. right? So they're the opposite. Yeah. They'd be the opposite of brothers. So they'd be sisters. <laughs> <laughs> sort of just depends. Technically, on- they are sisters. <laughs> it sort of just depends on the... Um- <laughs> On, on, on whatever axis of opposite you're choosing to grade this on. Um, yeah. Because mm. you're right. They are, they are not opposite in every way. Yeah. Like, you would expect a completely opposite Mario to be tall and skinny, whereas Wario is still short just shorter and, and fatter. I just, I just, like, had a thought of my, like, Anya just overhearing what I'm doing while she's looking after our kid and, like, felt... And just, like actually, like thinking her hearing that sentence and felt like palpable shame, like I was looking at pornography now, or something. Do you think if <laughs> if Anya was overhearing you say that, do you think mm-hmm. and and it really affected how she viewed you? Do you think I'd be a good person to be there with her at the time? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think we have any reason to think that there isn't respect. From Mario to Luigi, insofar as we assume that Mario is capable of respect, mm. Mm. he's he is he is a god. <laughs> he hovers above human concepts of respect, <laughs> family I I, ties. Well, the thing about Mario and Luigi is, it, they are they are ciphers. They are they are for us to control. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. So whether or not Mario respects Luigi is actually, you know, do you as, as the as player, a player of that game, okay. Res- Respect I, or, or, or perform Wow, that is, that, that, that is a level of RPG in the Mario games that I had not considered before <laughs> That you could really roleplay Mario as respectful or disrespectful of Luigi um, I don't think <laughs> Neutral, respectful, chaotic, <laughs> respectful I don't, I don't think there are too many I don't think the game presents you with, with many uh, levers, I suppose, to pull to disrespect Luigi If that makes sense well, you haven't played Mario's lever, <laughs> clearly. Like, I think I think you can like you can beat him up in Super Smash Brothers. You can race him off the track in um, in Mario Kart. Mm. But like you can do all these things to Bowser, and we're not honestly suggesting that there's a respect between Mario and Bowser, are we? Well, there should be a healthy respect between Mario and Bowser. I mean, he's his mortal enemy in the way that Sherlock respects Moriarty. Surely. <laughs> In many ways, in many ways, without Bowser, there is no Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I think one of the most cutting things that Mario could say to Luigi is, without Bowser, there's no Mario. But without Luigi, there's still Mario. I'm imagining, by the way, he's saying this right before he's pushing him off a cliff. <laughs> um. Uh, just, I, I know that I know that with video games and um, it, it, it can be a very gendered um, hobby, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just just mm. as, as an example of, of, of this, um, I'm looking at this Cora page now, and there's there's like half a dozen answers, right? And mm-hmm. each of the first five or six of them are like a paragraph, a paragraph or longer, right? And they are by, uh, I would say, the first five or six of them all male names. All male yeah. names, yeah. paragraph or longer exploration of the lore about 
Paper Mario and Paper <laughs> Luigi. Uh-huh. There's references here to <laughs> to whether or not Mario cares deeply about him or respects him, if that's a difference. And then the uh-huh. first definitively female name that comes up is um, someone called Lauren, and they've answered it with just the word no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand that all gender is just a, you know, a, a structure to maintain power and, and is, is a hierarchical structure just to maintain, maintain power. But at the same time, I mean, this really, this really feels like a, a, a oh huge God. difference. I had never noticed that until you pointed it out right like, now. And I'm seeing straight into my the, own I am soul. The three of us sitting here being like, is there a, is there a Bowser without Luigi? Is there? And then just one woman being like, no, you must no, not. no. I have brought this question onto two different shows now. <laughs> I took this question onto Radio National on the public broadcaster. Name it. How did you find this? Because it's—I thought it would be like a viral thing with like many millions of views, but there's only there's only like t- there's yeah, only it's like a real gem, isn't it? On this thing. <laughs> how did I find it? I honestly can't remember. Probably does Mario respect Mario Lord? <laughs> you wanted an answer. Oh man! Yeah, we'll, we'll see. There's no question asker mm. um, on there. Naaman, you uh, you do work uh, at the Guardian, and people can find your byline by um, searching uh, your name, and then the Guardian, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how you do it. Um, and you wrote you recently wrote uh, an article that uh, I fear may come to define you, um, <laughs> but of, of things of things that could you know def- of things that could be potentially your legacy. Mm. It's, it's a, a pretty thing good thing. You wrote by. an article about an Australian scientist um, who stuck magnets up his nose uh, while trying to uh, do some COVID-related stuff and got them stuck up there. Uh, it was a delight. Um, I wheezed with laughter. Is there is there like a what's the what's the Pulitzer Prize equivalent for um, reporting on a man getting magnets stuck up his nose? Is there a specific <laughs> category? No, th- that's just <laughs> the Pulitzer. That's just the Pulitzer. Yeah, yeah. it's called the Gold Pulitzer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Naaman, uh, Gold Pulitzer Prize uh, winning journalist, thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a delight to have you. Thank you so much for having oh. me. It's been great. Michael, do you have anything you want to say to our, yes, our listeners? Yes, I think by the time this comes out, um, we're going to be doing a... On May the 2nd, which I think is after this will come out, uh, we are doing a, a mm-hmm. werewolf stream for uh, Dragon Friends with a bunch of different podcasters. And I imagine it's going to go really well. We're going to do more of them. So uh, find us on Twitch for that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Because Ben and I are going to play and we're going to represent yeah. uh, Free to a Good Home and not Dragon Friends. I've decided. Yeah, great. <laughs> oh. Um, but this this has been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for coming. If you, um, if you enjoy listening uh, to this show, please send in some ads for us. It helps us great. do it. Uh, rate, review, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, until next week, bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you like making love at midnight In the dunes of the cape Then I'm the love that you've looked for Write to me and escape 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.